You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Women's Football Show. I'm Scott McPig, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. Delighted to be joined by, welcoming back, Suzanne Mulvey. Suzanne, welcome to the show, it's a pleasure as always to have you on. Thanks very much Scott, great to be here again. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. We obviously took a, a week off last week due to the fact there was no football on, so it's good to have the football back in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, lots of different things happening, lots of scorers, um, some results that maybe are a bit unexpected as well, but yeah, it's great for football to be back. I think everybody across kind of the whole nation, you know, has missed it a lot and obviously realises the circumstances around it not being on, but just delighted that it's back again. Yeah, absolutely as well. We will touch, before we get into the league action over the weekend, Scotland were in action before, we kind of between the times we last did a show. 6-0 away went to Faroe Islands in the final group game meant that they are now in the playoffs to qualify for the World Cup. And it's potentially two home games from Scotland and a trip to Australia and New Zealand. Now, Suzanne, you're kind of the way this is going to work, I think it's confusing. Now, am I right in saying if Scotland beat Austria and beat Ireland, there's still a possibility that they might not qualify? It's it's a bit more complicated than normal. I think it kind of yeah, it's I it's it's hard to work out. Um, but I think most importantly, the first thing is just trying to beat Austria. You know, obviously, it's even kind of the way that the, the ticket sales have went out, you know, by by the both tickets. So um, I think that most of the players will just be concentrating on that first game, you know, Austria, try and win that. And I think out of the draw, when I looked at it, Austria were the highest ranked team in the draw. So it's probably the worst possible draw. But at the same time, if you're wanting to qualify for these tournaments, you know, you're, you're going to come up against top teams there. So, you know, if you want to get there, it doesn't matter what route that, that you get there. You've just got to obviously, you know, stick your head down and, and concentrate and focus and obviously try and get the results. There was a lot of positives to take out there, the one over Faroe Islands. Yeah, definitely. Um, most importantly, a clean sheet. You know, it's always important for, for the defence, for the goalkeeper to get a clean sheet. So... The fact it was a clean sheet and then also as well a convincing win um, and a few different scorers as well. It's always good for a few different players to be on the score sheet and not so much relying on one player. Yeah. Going into the, you know, obviously the, the next couple of weeks, we're going to see a lot more. In a, at, when, we, when we look at this kind of World Cup, it's going to obviously be about, as we say, the two wins are obviously, if, if Scotland won the two games, you'd hope they win them convincingly. It's going to be a case of try and win but score as many goals as possible because it's two out of three can qualify I believe I think if you're I don't think it's a playoff thing I think it's if you finish third in that group you could win both games but still not qualify yeah and again that's what I'm saying about the Faroe Islands it's important that they kept a clean sheet and obviously got a few different scorers definitely you know just just go there and, and first and foremost you need to get the win you know you need to focus you need to stay tight at the back but then obviously if you do score, then obviously that's a platform to build on and try and get as many goals as possible, but at the same time, stay strong at the back. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, we'll, when, when the games kick off, we'll be here to do a wee preview on them. But we'll move on to the league action that took place over the weekend. 
We actually had three games on Wednesday. We, we'll touch on the first one. Rangers keep this run going in the league that 6 nil away to Partick Thistle. Rangers, and they're just winning. They're winning convincingly every weekend and they're keeping this run going. And Suzanne, I know you've got a, a wee start about the Rangers goal scorers. Yeah, they've got 14 different goal scorers in their team. So I can't, no matter what kind of team they field, you know, they've got goals in that team. 14 different players. It's not even, you know, 10 outfield players. It's 14 different scorers so far. Um, and there's obviously a few players that haven't even really hit the ground running. You feel are going to contribute a lot more. They like, say, you know, Oshman, eh, Kirsty Howitt as well. You know, she's kind of just coming back for injury, still just kind of easing herself back in. So I'm sure she'll be in amongst the goals even more so going forward. Um, but again, convincing, still not conceded a goal this season, you know, um, so to be that strong at the back, that that's great, um, obviously in terms of knowing that when you're coming up against the bigger teams, you know, you've not conceded, you've got a tight back line, great communication, and then obviously the, the likes of the forwards, the forward players that they've got, knowing that they can score that many goals, it's it's a great spine they've got right through their team, so they're looking good again this season. Yeah, and we'll touch on a big game for them during the week, where they'll be at Ibrox at home at Benfica, we'll touch on that later on in the show, but... Glasgow City again, they're, they're hot on Rangers' tails. Another impressive victory, 4-0 away to Hibs. We'll get your thoughts on Glasgow City first. I know it was a very convincing performance. Have you been impressed with them so far? Yeah, um, we'd spoke about it before, you know, a couple of times they've nicked a goal and they've, they've just managed to win. And again, it doesn't matter how you win, you know, you, you've got to win. And it's shown that, that they've got that, although there's not a lot of players that have been involved in Glasgow City for a great number of years, you know, Hayley Lauder, um, Lee Gibson are the only two kind of familiar faces that, you, that you've seen a lot. Um, but they've still got that winning mentality. They still know what it takes to win and, and they're still grinding out the results, which is important. And, yeah. and a convincing, you know, a really convincing result there, um, not conceding a, a Hibs team who, you know, hit or miss Hibs, but uh, not conceding any goals and convincing 4-0. So Do you worry about for Hibs? I know, obviously, we spoke about them a couple of times in the show. Six points for five games, they should be aiming for more than that, you think? Um, They are, it is a hit or a miss with them. And obviously, Dean Gibson spoke a couple of times about, you know, so many different changes and, and trying to gel the team together. So maybe, you know, they will get stronger as the season goes on. But I think that, you know, it would be far too ambitious for them to even think that they're going to break into that that top three. I'm very convinced it'll be, you know, the likes of Rangers, Celtic, City. Um, so their aim will be to finish that, that fourth spot, you know, the best of the rest. But um, again, it's just a hit or a miss. You just don't really know what you're going to get with them. Yeah. Hearts 2 and United nil. That was the final game on Wednesday. Again, Hearts, three wins for five games, sitting in fourth place, probably they want to be. They'll be happy with that, I would imagine. Definitely. I think that um, they, they showed a good few performances last season in terms of defensive performances, but never quite got the results. And I think they've built on that this season. Um, they've added a goal scorer, you know, Georgia Timms, who's again got yeah. another one mid midweek. Mm -hmm. um, what a difference she's made. That's that's probably what they needed, just a, a, somebody that can, whenever there's a chance, they'll take that chance. Um, and she's shown again that, that she's, you know, a really good striker that they can rely on. Um, and, and Dundee United, you know, they, they've kind of had a few good results. Um, a, a team that are, are a good side. So for them too, no, it's convincing. Um, and again, it's great for Hearts. Obviously, another few points on the board for them. They've all be delighted. And on Sunday, the three games we'll touch on, we'll start with Celtic 6, Hamilton 0. Again, Celtic, we spoke about their potential. They would lose a lot of goals, but they've they've been rampant so far this season. They've been very impressive. What was your overall takeaways for that game? Um, just kind of the, the same, the goal scorers. You know, obviously, I, I picked Jacinta to be the, the player of the year this year. She banged in a couple. Um, and Clara, Clarissa Larrissey, 
who was under the radar during our preview show. Yeah, we never really so much. She has stepped up to the plate and, and another goal as well. And they're the same. They've got a few different goal scorers. Um, Craigie again getting on the score sheet um, as she, she tends to, you know, most weeks uh, for a defender, which is brilliant. And again, the most important for them is they've not conceded any goals either this season, so they're looking really strong as well. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get when when one of the when the kind of three teams, the kind of top three, meet against each other, it's going to be exciting because I think well, the both teams can score goals, but what we've seen as well as they can, all three of them can defend pretty well. And that's well, the big thing. It's not no, no draws. That's the no, you would like to think it wouldn't be. You would like to think it wouldn't be. Yeah. But again, we weren't Hamilton as well. What do you think of them? Um, they've had a great start to the season, you know, a couple of wins. I think it, it took them much longer last season to get, you know, that many points on the board. So, I mean, they've came up against Hibs, they've came up against Rangers, they've came up against Celtic, where they're not expected to take points. So for them, it's been, I think it's been an OK start to the season where they've picked up points, you know, against Aberdeen. Um, so I think they've done they've done pretty well and they will be happy with that start. Like I said, you know, coming up against the top teams, you're not really expected to, to take any points. So just a learning curve for them. They've a lot of young players, so it's just important for them to take as much as they can from the games mm-hmm. um, and build on that when they play against the teams around about them in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Motherwell 4, Glasgow women now. Carla Boyce with a double. They're sitting in fifth place away, five, away seven points in five games. Decent start. And again, another... Another big result uh, Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, they're one that I always feel I'm maybe a bit of a hit or a miss, but you know, doing well. They're, they're expected, I think, to win against Glasgow women. You know, you you can't really see Glasgow women take many points off anybody this season. Um, so it's expected, but very convincing. Four goals to the good, and obviously no conceding. So they will be happy with that. And and again, it's a not bad start. They're sitting fifth, so you know, right kind of the right end of the table where they want to be. So so I'm sure if they're doing that, camp will be happy. Yeah, and the final result we'll touch on, Spartans 2, Aberdeen 0. Big win for Spartans, but Aberdeen, is there a bit of a concern there so far? No wins for five games, losing a lot of goals. It's not been great so far for Aberdeen. Yeah, them, them and, and Partick this I think are the only two teams that haven't won a game, of Glasgow Oven as well, you know, three teams that haven't won a game yet. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I, I did touch on it at the start of the season that although, you know, you've got that, that travelling when you go up to Aberdeen, they've got the travelling every other week. Yeah. Um, just feel that although they did well last season, I just feel that this time round it's a bit stronger. And although they've got good young players, they've not got as much experience. And you really need that. You know, you need that. People are kind of um, realizing the, the strengths that they've got. You know, they've got the pacey striker. They've got you know a couple of good midfielders, and and they're basically managing to cancel them out. And I feel that's why they've not got um, you know the the win that they they crave this season. Um, so. No worry in it and such. I think they probably will pick up points. You know, they, they will get wins off people at the moment. It's just kind of a slow start for them. Um, they've got good, you know, good manager up there. So a couple of managers up there. So I'm sure that they'll turn it around and, and manage to pick up some points. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is just kind of, they've just kind of eased away and they've not really, you know, started or, or got to second gear yet. So I'm, I'm sure it'll come good for them. I'm not really concerned about them being at, at the bottom of the table. Um, but obviously they'd like to be in a better position at this stage. Yeah. My thing with Spartans as well is I'm I'm keen to get your thoughts on this. That I don't think they've got a, a star player who's kind of going to carry them throughout the season, but they've got a lot of players who, can, who when when together make for a really formidable unit. Yeah, I think that um, that obviously what Debbie's creating there is kind of like you say, as a family, a unit, mm-hmm. um, and and they work for each other. Um, it's good to see Becky Gilbrave on the score sheet again. You know the top 
goals for last season. She's a slow start and, and all I got a goal. And LG was the other goal, so only kind of, you know, four goals. So it's not great for them, but obviously a really, really important win. And and like you said, you know, it is a, a unit for them. So I'm sure it will, you know, that will probably propel them a, a result like that going forward. That'll be great for them, great for their confidence. So I'm sure that'll take them, you know, in the, in the next few weeks. And I'm sure that they will get, get more victories or, or at least pick up more points. Yeah, again, another really interesting week in the SWPL one. League league table hasn't really changed as such. Obviously, Hearts of Hearts, Mother and Spartans, the top the top six in the league of the top six that won over the over the past few days. So it shows you that the big teams are getting it done. We took a break from SWPL two last week and it was SWPL Cup. Just run through the results. Queen's Park five, East Five one. Montrose 1, Stirling Uni 4, Gart Cairn 3, Burnham Muir Thistle 1, and Kilmarnock beat St Johnson 5-4 in penalties after a 2-2 draw. I think the first place we need to start Stirling Uni going to Montrose and winning 4-1, that was a big result for them. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I think that's probably a few years says, you know, a, a result of the, the weekend, not even, you know, just in the cup the whole weekend, I think that's probably the result. Um, they've been playing playing better, you know, the, the, the last few kind of games. Um, and I think that that probably was a shot because Montrose have looked good. You know, they, they've looked really good um, because there are a couple of upsets. So for them to get a, a convincing win, I think that's absolutely, you know, amazing for them. Um, and hopefully for them in the league, they'll be able to take that into the league um, because obviously, you know, they, they've kind of have to have the best results over the past couple of seasons. So hopefully they can take that in the league. But definitely that's the, that's the result of the weekend for me. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a massive result as well. Comarmac needed penalties to beat St. Johnson. Morgan Steedman with a double for St. Johnson again. She's just scoring goals every week. I think we've played of the week. I'm, I think she's been on it every week since we started it. But Comarmac, they've been ravaged with injuries. That is a massive result to beat St. Johnson. I know kinda both teams will be fancying to win the league, but again, to play each other, it's one of those games where you think, where, where is this going? But as we say, it came to penalties and Comarmac, their, their fighting spirit got them over. Yeah, I think um, I, I think that's kind of going to be a maybe indicator of what it's going to be like the top the two of them fighting right up at the top of the table. Both really good sides. They've showed their qualities. Obviously, Morgan Steeman, you know, lots of goals. She's she's contributing great for them. Um, but yeah, I think it is going to be tight at the top. And, and obviously, when it, it goes to penalties, anybody can win, you know. But like you say, it's come on it quite a few injuries. So for them to kind of get that result, it'll be great for their confidence, definitely. Mm-hmm. Queen's Park 5, East 5 1. Again, obviously, it's a cup competition and East 5 haven't really started well. But Queen's Park will do them a lot of confidence to get a convincing result, particularly at home, and get a couple of players in the score sheet. I know there was obviously kind of big talk over the week of what. Like, what this cup represents. Obviously, I think the the top twelve, the twelve in SPL, SWPL one get straight in it, and Queens Park will obviously that do them the world a good one in a game like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, convincing win. Um, you know, East Fife are they maybe going to be a hit or a miss? You know, you just don't know. But but for Queens Park to get that result, I think it's great. They've they've had a lot of changes, a lot of kind of personal changes, and obviously Craig Joyce going in there as manager. Um, so this could be, maybe be the start of him finally, you know, putting his kind of stamp on the team and and them coming good. So but obviously time will tell over the next couple of weeks. But definitely very convincing for them. And Gart Cairn beat Boromir Thistle 3 1. Again, two teams very similar in terms of kind of quality, but Gart Cairn at home, uh, Dion Brown and Amy Robertson with two, two of the goals as well. Really formidable team. A lot of really good players who scored a lot of goals. I mean, it's a big result for Gart Cairn. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, they, they've got a, quite a bit of experience in their team, and I think that's you know vital in, in that league SVPL too, because it's a it's a competitive league, so you need that experience as well as having you know lots of youngsters. They need that experience, and Dion Brown, obviously, you know she's contributing really well for them. So delighted for her to, to go there, and obviously you know kickstart her, her career again. So a good couple of goals, um, and delighted for them. They're I think that they're, they're, they're quite happy to fly under the radar, but. You know, if they keep getting these kind of results, they'll not be under the radar for much no, longer. People pick up and, and definitely, you know, know that they are a threat, um, obviously, going forward into the league. And we have the draw here. I'm just going to get through it and we'll see what you, you think of the draw. Oh, no, sorry, the draw will take place on Tuesday at 2pm, so we're probably just going to be recording this over the draw. But again, we, when the four teams get into it, will there be... When you were kind of playing in the kind of cup competitions, would you think more about getting a kind of a dream tie or would you hope to progress as far as possible in the competition? What would the kind of thought process be? Um, kind of, you know, I've obviously played for different kind of teams. Like I said, I played at Motherwell, who were in SWPL too. Yeah. And obviously in, in the League Cup, the first round, we got Rangers. Um, so that was great for us, obviously, SWPL2 side, playing against Rangers um, and ended up, they, they beat us 1-0, you know, like kind of, I think they scored the last 10 minutes. I was through on goal and somebody took me out right then. They got the red card, but we never scored from the free kick. So, you know, it's one of the ones where you want to play against top teams, but at the same time, it's always good to have a cup run. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, when I was at Motherwell, we got all the way to the Scottish Cup final, you know, yeah. so it was great. And we played against Alexis Spartan, so it wasn't, it, you know, weaker teams that, that we played to, to get to the final. Um but yeah, as as a football player, you want to play, you want to test yourself, you want to play against top teams. So I think if you're a team that wants to go in and win it, you know, you've just you've just got to think it doesn't matter who you play. You know, you're going to have to play nearly every day at some point. You're going to have to play top teams. So you know, it doesn't matter who you get. But for for other teams, you know, but I mean the likes of you know Gart Kane, people who are new to SWPL two, for them to get a dream draw, you know, if they're playing against yeah. a, a Rangers or a Celtic or a Glasgow side. Even if it's away, you know, their experience in that atmosphere, it's it would be great for them. Um, you know, even like say East Five Montreal, it, you know, any any team who's kind of mm-hmm. just new dreams of a bigger tie. But but yeah, you know, if you're obviously when I was at Glasgow City, you know, Rangers Celtic, you know, it just doesn't matter who you play and when you play them, you know, you just want want the games to come and, and perform against the top players. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know, for a, a smaller team, sometimes it is great just to get that wee draw. If you're not thinking that you're going to go in and win it, then why not, you know, get a Get the experience of playing against the top team. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to say. Jay, are you a fan of this? The kind of the league cup plan. I think that's a new thing, isn't it? This wasn't in place last year. Yeah, it was the the cut. I mean, it was like the round robin. It was kind of the yeah. league, if you like, a small you know mini leagues. And and the thing, the difference is, I think when I spoke to quite a few managers, they said they were just using it as a a, a mini preseason because yeah. you had a couple of games, you know, before the league even started. You had a couple of the league cup games. Um, so you know it's a it's a cup competition. Apart from like it's the Champions League where you've got you know the the group stages and then the knockout, but it's a it's a cup competition. You want there to be knockouts like you know obviously, um, Kilmarnock winning on penalties. That that's the funny the the draw you know knowing yeah. that it's not, and it can go to penalties. For me, that is the the better way to do it. I, I prefer that, but it's just a knockout. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really like the the idea of it. We'll move into SWF Championship. Renfrew three, Morton one, Livingston three, Hutchie Vale one. Air 1, Rossville 2 and Driver Athletic 2, Inverness 3. Renfrew and Rossville are sitting top of the league, obviously two big wins as well. What was your kind of thoughts on that league over the weekend? Did any results stand out to you? Um, I think it was kind of just, you know, cut and dry. Most most teams that you expected to win, you know, won. Um, there's no kind of, 
team that's looking right out there to you go and win. There's still kind of a couple. I mean, it's early days, but there's still kind of a few teams around about there who, who you know could still go in and, and win the league. So not much happening. Not not you know a lot of surprising results. Um, still quite tight results. You know, there's there's never you know it's no. I mean, if you look at SWPL one, every every team that won didn't concede. So it was you yeah. know four two nil six nil. Whereas you know the fact that you're getting kind of you know both teams are scoring. It's that you know there, there's kind of more to it. I think that is, it makes it quite exciting. You know, there's more teams involved and the games are quite exciting. You know, it could go either way. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really good as well. As you say, both teams are scoring. Everybody's, it's looking like a really competitive league. We've said that every week, but you look at kind of Renfrew and Rossvale, they're, they're winning games. Livingston obviously have started really well. Hutchie Vale, I think that was a first loss of the, no, second loss, sorry. But again, they four are probably looking maybe the four that are maybe going to be turning up towards the top of the table. But again, it's early days, but I really think there's, that league is probably one of the most interesting leagues in, out in the whole kind of women's football scene. But SWF League 1, let's look at that. I think we have to start with Westite going to Dundee West and winning 10-0. You don't like to see that, but again, it shows you that Westite have a lot of, lot of talented players and they're, they're sitting third in the league so far. It's They've had a really good start in terms of goal difference. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, like we say, you know, there's there's kind of you know a couple of teams that that maybe haven't haven't got beaten yet. You know, that are still right up the top. Um, but you know, it could go down to goal difference. So when you know when there is a chance where you're you're away, you know, and they're maybe starting to play well against obviously Dundee West. You know, just obviously they've, they've been ruthless and they've kept going and going and going. And and you hate seeing score lines like that. But I've been in a team where you've thought you know the most important thing is obviously to win. But if you're two and up, three and up. Then I've seen it where you know there's players that have ran it in the net and just picked the ball up and put it in the centre spot. I'm like, right, we're just going again. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously you're talking SBP one at the top end of the table where you're like, we're using this as you know a platform to build on. We're going to you know wave the attack. We're going to try different things. It's maybe not the same you know further down the leagues, but you know very important to get that goal difference and obviously a very convincing one. You don't like to see it, um, but you know when it happens, you know praise teams if you know they're going away to Dundee West and getting that result. You've got to praise that they've done excellent. Oh, absolutely. Falkirk are sitting top of the league there, keep their hundred percent record going. Five two one one over Grampy and giving them their fifth one of the season. They had to dig deep, but Falkirk are obviously keeping that one and run going. Yeah, definitely. I, I'd made a mistake last week. I says that Suzanne White was playing with another team. She's playing with Falkirk, <laughs> and obviously you know top of the league and. And uh, she's a good goal scorer, obviously scoring again. So fantastic for her, fantastic for Falkirk, and a, a tight game, you know, two one. Um, so it's shown that the league is comp- competitive, but again, obviously, you know that they're unbeaten, so it's great for them. They'll be delighted. Quite a rundown of other results: Edinburgh Caledonia three, St Marin four. Really tight game there. Gaffney now FC Edinburgh five, Airdrie one, BSE Glasgow two, and a double for trialist for Stenhouse Muir. Stenhouse Muir drew two each with Glenna for Thistle. Trialist seems to pop up an awful lot. Is that just a silly joke? Um, I actually had a wee look to see if I could figure out who the, the trialists were. Goal scorer, trialist one, goal scorer, trialist two. <laughs> um, no much information at all. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, if they're no signed yet and they're scoring goals, you don't want to alert other players who they are, you know, to try no, and you tap. certainly don't. So you can understand that you know the thinking between that, but obviously great for them if they've got players coming in and they're scoring goals. Hopefully they will they will sign them up. Um, but you know the likes of St. Mirren getting a vital win. You know, yeah. great for them. That was four three tight game. Um, very convincing. 
Um, and obviously BSC Glasgow, they've not been doing too well at all. So that was our fantastic first one of the Yeah, fantastic result for them to, to get the points there. Close game again, 2-1, but obviously to get that victory, it's, it's good for them and hopefully that will prepare them on as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Another really exciting weekend in the, the SWPL and SWF. What's coming up this week? We will touch on, we'll do a wee preview. Rangers host Benfica Ibrox in the Champions League. For the Rangers players going to play at Ibrox, I think that's, I, I want to say this is like the first time they've played in Europe, in Europe at Ibrox. What an occasion that will be for them. Yeah, this is the first time in Europe, you know, obviously they, yeah. they played the, the away leg, um, the, the kind of group stage there. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, there's there's a few, you know, whether you support Rangers or not and you're playing in that, that team, it's a, a massive occasion. Um, it's, you know, when I was playing at Celtic and we played at, um, at Celtic Park, there was Rangers fans in the in the team, you know, and yeah. they were delighted about playing at Celtic Park because it's just such a, a, a great place. So to play at Ibrox, you know, with the history that they've got there, the great European Knights at the men's team have experienced there, especially after, you know, getting all the way to the final last year. Um, and, and obviously it does add a wee bit for the, you know, the Celtic fans and the team, you know, uh, Nick Dock, you know, obviously, you know, she's kind of the poster girl, you know, for, for Rangers, diehard Rangers fan, went there, she's she's doing amazing in the Scotland squad and everything. Um, it's just a fantastic occasion and obviously it's, you know, down to all the people kind of behind the scenes, like say Amy McDonald too, you know, mm-hmm. she was building years ago to try and put Rangers in a place that they're in now. So people like that have got to get credit. Um, but I think it'll be an amazing occasion. I think I'm going to try and try and pop along to it. Um, but it will. It'll be that atmosphere, and, and hopefully they'll get a big crowd. It's it's very possible that they could beat the record. I think that um, Hibs have got the record, yeah. you know, at Easter Road. So um, I, I think it's very possible, you know, that they could get that record there. Um, and I hope they do. You know, you want big occasions like that. Yeah, you yeah, want sure. football to grow. Um, we've seen, you know, the SW SWL down south, the the crowds that they got at the weekend, you know, Liverpool beat Chelsea and it was a record crowd at Prenton Park, so you want that, you want to see the, the game growing up here as well, so I'd absolutely love for them to smash the record and get an amazing crowd, um, and obviously you know, every game in Europe is, you don't know what, what you're getting because teams, you, you don't know much about them unless it's one of the, the top, top teams, you know, where you see on the TV all the time, so it'll be a big, big night for them, um, hopefully they can get the result, hopefully they can you know, they can perform well. And, and like I said, it'd be amazing if they got a big, massive crowd and, and just had a great occasion for the, the girls involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the kind of betting and Benfica even away from home. So they're obviously a decent side. I think a lot of people probably will fancy Benfica, but this Rangers team should have no fear. They have just so much so much talent, attacking talent. They can give anybody a game, in my opinion. And I, I hope they do it. I really hope they do it. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be great. This will you know, this will maybe be where you'll see them getting tested more and you'll see how their defence is gonna, you know, hold up against a, maybe a few more attacks than what they're used to. Um so it'll be really interesting. I think that they will be put under a lot of pressure. Um a big night, you know, there'll be nerves playing mm-hmm. at, you know, Ibrox, um, knockout stages of the Champions League, you know, just fantastic. So it'll be a great occasion and I, I really do hope that they do it as well. And and as I say, I hope they get a massive crowd. It'd be brilliant for the game. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be really good. It's all on Tuesday at half seven as well. That is we're gonna wrap up the show for this week. It's Suzanne, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Been another really entertaining week. Thanks for joining me. No problem. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please join us on our ch- show next week. We'll have a new show and Subscribe to our social media channels and follow us on our YouTube page. We'll see you all soon. Thanks very much. Live.